0: 가야 할 때가 언젠가를 분명히 알고 가는 이의 된 모습은 얼마나 아름다운가 옴 한철 격종을 인내한 나의 사랑은 지고 있다 분분한 악화 결별이 이룩하는 축복에 쌓여 지금은 Kayaharte 때. 무성한 녹음과 그리고 못지않아 열매 맺는 가을을 향하여 나의 How beautiful it is to look at someone from the back who confidently knows it's their time to leave. My love that endured, a season of passion in spring is falling. Blossoms fall everywhere. I am surrounded by the blessings of farewell. And now it's time to leave. Toward an exuberant forest, and to autumn when trees begin to bear fruit. My youth, dies like a flower dies Kingka and Quinka, everyone. Hello, this is Rome or Han Dojun, your Kingka Chingu Kinka classmate and the host of Kinka Podcast where every week we celebrate the marriage of k drama and language learning. Kinka podcast The Bang Collective 에 The Bang Collective 신비감을 주는 콘텐츠를 만드는 팟캐스터들의 재미있고 창의적인 그룹입니다. 더 궁금한 거 있으시면 저희 홈페이지를 확인해 주시고요. 홈페이지 주소는 thebangph.com And for today's episode, I will be talking about the K-drama called Move to Heaven. I know it has moved everybody to tears in the past week or two. And finally, I'm going to tackle it today. But before that, as usual, we'll have our language and vocabulary session. So watch out for the things that I'll be discussing today. But right now, let's do the vocabulary. Alright, so it's vocabulary time. We have five words from the K-drama called Move to Heaven. No specific category for these words, it's just that these words are words that I found from the K-drama. Okay, first word. Osakada. 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 Osakada is a word that means to have a chill or to be creeped out. Osakada. Let's use it in a sentence. The very idea of it frightens me to death. Let me repeat that. The very idea of it frightens me to death. So, the word creeped out wasn't in the translation, but it's osak and it's translated here as to be frightened by it. So yeah, second word for today. Hakte 학대. 학대. 학대 means abuse, mistreatment, maltreatment, or ill treatment. A lot of treatment here, but yeah, it's abuse. Hakte. Let's use Hakte in a sentence. Yesuri, Sunyongan, Shinchejo, Hakteru, Tangesoil. Yesuri, Sunyongan, Shinchejo, Hakteru, Tangesoil. Yesur suffered years of physical abuse. Hakte. Next word, 시체. 시체. 시체 means the dead body or corpse, so cadaver or carcass. 시체. Let's use 시체 in a sentence. 형사들은 그 시체에서 아무런 흔적도 찾지 못했어요. 형사들은 그 시체에서 아무런 흔적도 찾지 못했어요. Detectives found no marks on the body. 시체. Okay. Next word, yupum. You are uh, yupum, yupum, yupum. Okay. Yupum means the article left by the deceased. I don't think we have a single, I mean a one word term for this in English. But if there is, let me know. But yupum means the article left by the deceased. So yupum. Let's use yupum in a sentence. Abuje Yupumin kus 그 시계를 신주 모시듯 했어요. 준혜는 아버지의 유품인 그 시계를 모시듯 했어요. held dear the watch his deceased father had left to him. 유쁨. Okay, next word. Our final word for today is 화장. 화장. It's not the same word as in the 화장 that you do in share. So it's not makeup, but this 화장 has a different Hanja, So you can look it up in the... Show notes, and this 화장 means cremation. 화장, cremation. Let's use 화장 in a sentence. 고인의 oh my gosh, that's like it made my tongue like roll differently. The body was cremated in accordance with the wishes of the deceased. Shishin. Shishin. Shishin here is. Shishin? Shishin? Yeah, is the body. So. The body was cremated in accordance to the... with the wishes of the deceased. Okay, so let's review our vocabulary words of the week. Hada To have a chill, to be creeped out. Hakte. Abuse, mistreatment, maltreatment, ill-treatment. Shiche, body, corpse, cadaver, carcass. Yupum, article left by the deceased. And finally, hajang, which means cremation. Yes, so review that. I'll put that on the show notes and it will also be available in my Instagram account. If you still haven't followed me there, make sure to follow me this week or next week, wherever you can. I mean, whenever you can. Alright, and our study tip for this week is this. Start using Korean-Korean dictionary, like how we use English-English dictionary in our day-to-day. Yeah, because I'm sure if you're just beginning to learn Korean, what you do is you use Korean and then you translate it to English. And that's okay if it's your first time learning the language and it's your first time learning like new vocabulary words. But then you will reach a point when, yeah, I feel like it, it doesn't work as much as it could i mean because you will r- reach a certain level wherein a korean korean dictionary will be much more helpful to you because not only does it give you the definition of a word but also you will learn about it using the context of the korean language itself so do that i mean in english that's what we do right we use english um, i mean an english dictionary To find the meaning of that English word in English. So, yeah, you can do that in Korean too. You can do that in any other language that you're learning as well. So, yeah, download any Korean dictionary app that's available there. I'm using Neighbor Dictionary. You can use that too if you think it will help you. Okay, so I guess that's it for the language session for this week. I hope you find it helpful. If you find it helpful, let me know. If not, let me know as well so i can work on improvements you know i only have a few episodes left for this season but yeah so now let's move on to the discussion yay i still have energy all right so discussion time and it's good because i still have a lot of energy right now it's not too late at night and i kind of feel good because i've been rested i had some time to rest this week and it's good to take a break from time to time. You can do that too if you feel exhausted with the things that you've been doing. Not that the things that exhaust you are bad. It's just that, yeah, you need to take a break from time to time. And that's what I did this week. And yeah, so in today's episode, I will be talking to you about Move to Heaven. And the Korean title is m- Mubu to Heaven. Heben. It's the same um okay uh if you don't know i actually did an episode i mean i was a guest in the podcast called whoa or no hosted by vp and chad if you're not familiar with that it's also a bunk collective podcast you can check it out it was released last week we talked about the first episode of move to Heaven." So I'll put the link on the show notes so that you can listen to that as well, because the things I said there, I won't say them again in this episode because that would be a repeat, right? So check it out. I mean, we discuss about a number of things and a number of perspectives and opinions that we've had by just watching the first episode of this 10 episode K-drama. So check that out. Okay. And because in that podcast, I mean, in that podcast episode, we already discussed about the synopsis of this K-drama, I don't think I'll have to read the synopsis in this episode. Or should I? I think, well, okay, I'll just read without the background music or anything. I'll just read it as is. It's in my notes anyway. So this is a synopsis from the Asian Wiki. So let me read it to you. Guru is a young man with Asperger's syndrome. He works for his father's business, moved to heaven. Their job is to arrange items left by, de- by deceased people. One day, Guru, Guru's, oh my gosh, Guru's own father dies. Guru is left alone, but his uncle Sangu suddenly appears in front of him. Sangu is a cold man. He was a martial artist who fought in underground matches. He went to prison because of what happened at his fight. And Sangu now becomes Guru's guardian. They run, move to heaven together. So that's the synopsis from uh, Asian Wiki. And yeah, that gives us like the general plot. So we know that Guru and his father used to run this business called Move to Heaven. And what they do is they collect and they arrange the items left by the deceased people. So, item left by the deceased people. What is the word? What is that? We'll learn that from the vocabulary today. That's you, boom. Okay, somebody shouting in the background. I don't know why they're mad, but I, I hope they're fine. Okay, so you, boom. So, that's what they do. And initially, so my initial thoughts for this gay-, gay drama, I've already shared that in the woe or no episode so check that out if you're still curious i mean yeah it's from the perspective of three people but today so um yeah i still stay true to the things that i said in in that episode but right now there are just a few things that i want to focus on and okay so the thing that i'd like to focus on today are actually just two things first is the idea of stories in a box or the untold stories of the deceased people and second is what makes us really cry because like I said in the introduction of this episode that there's a lot of people who were moved to tears because of this K drama and meanwhile yeah did I cry I'll tell you later and I'd like to talk talk about that about what makes people cry when they watch a K-drama and yeah specifically this K-drama what made people cry and what what I think were tear jerkers or something of that sort so those are the things that I'd like to focus on so yeah the idea of stories in a box it's it, it's not a new concept to me I mean because uh what is this idea of stories in a box I don't know it, it's just Uh, word that popped up in my head while writing my script for today. Well, not script, my outline for today. So, stories in a box because, well, yeah, that's what they did here in Move to Heaven, you know. They have this yellow box and then they collect pieces of items that were left by the deceased. Not everything, but only the things that they thought were relevant in telling the untold story of those who were deceased, of those who died. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know the process of selecting which things to keep because that is kind of complicated considering if the person has how many items. And speaking of which, actually I've seen this minimalist video like many weeks or many months ago and there was this guy who had a lot of items I mean personal items and he decided to go and become a minimalist and I think he had more than a 100 items in the beginning and later on he's left with just about 30 items so I mean uh, I'm not sure how Koreans are with regards to minimalism because, at least with what we've seen in *Move to Heaven*, the at least those who died seem to have a lot of things in their houses. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember a single person who had very few things that they owned. Even the first person to die, what was his name again? Um, okay, I don't remember his name, it's not on my Twitter feed, I mean, I didn't write it down on my Twitter thread, but yeah, the the first person who died, even though he was living in a goshi one, in a, some people translate it as a dorm room, but it's a, you know, it's a, okay, the children are suddenly noisy in the background, but... You're fine with that, right? You you just know that I have neighbors and at times they just, you know, they shout and stuff. But okay, so yeah, even for that person in the Goshi one, even if he was living in, I don't know, three to five square meters of space. Well, it's not three to five, maybe six to ten square meters, maybe. Or is that already too huge for a Goshi one? I'm not sure. I haven't measured... Um, yeah, the dogs are barking suddenly. Okay, was it a bad time for me to record at this time? But I have a lot of energy right now, so... Yeah, I, I don't think I should postpone this at a later time. So the dogs are my friends, our friends today. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, just... I, I I try not to get distracted despite the background noise. And I hope it doesn't distract you as much as well. If it does... My goodness, then I definitely have to change my schedule and maybe wake up at 3 a.m. and then record them. But then waking up at 3 a.m. is not my style. I mean, there's there are probably people to whom that fits. but Right now, that's not my style. I need 8 hours of sleep or 6 to 8 hours of sleep daily. So yeah, what, what I'm saying is that even for that guy who lived in a very small place, he had a lot of things... And so if you have a lot of things, let's say there are 100 items in your room, how can Guru and his dad figure out which items would, you know, tell the story, the untold story that you have? Is it the things that you use the most? Is it the things that are easily present in your table? Or are those the things that you seem to treasure, like something you Keep in a safe place, something like that. So I'm curious because we didn't see the methodology of how they choose which items to pick and put on the collections box. So I have no idea about that. But maybe because we, we were just shown that. Okay, so picking up this item, and then we are show we were shown scenes of the past, like when that person was um, interacting with that thing with a boom. and so there's no specific methodology but what came to mind my, my mind right now is yeah how how about us how about us who've seen this K-drama and are still alive what are what well, what is the story that our things can tell about us. So that's something that is within my interest right now cuz I'm living in a separate room in a separate house from my family and I think I mostly have all my personal things with me maybe except for a few shoes and stuff but I I have everything I own with me and the things I own I haven't counted them but maybe they're around a 100 like if I count them by unit by piece and I'm also curious what does my possessions tell about me like what story do they tell about me um yeah just curious and i'm i'm saying this because i also think that you should think what story your possessions tell about you it's not that it's required of us but i'm just you know Helping us process these things. Because eventually we are all going to die. Unless we fight aging. And then we reach immortali- immortality. But I doubt that we will reach that in our lifetime. And so yeah. All of us are going to die. That's something that we have to accept. And it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm curious what you think your possessions will... I mean, what story your possessions will tell about you. As for me, I don't know. I haven't thought of it yet. I don't know what kind of story it will tell about me. But right now, since I've been podcasting for over a year now, then yeah, my microphone setup and stuff will tell stories about me, you know, doing this K-drama, Korean ASMR podcast, and the other podcasts that I'm doing. And other stories, like I have books here that I study and stuff. So yeah, those are the stories. But yeah, I mean, it's not all that. Because yeah, another point of view that I have about stories in a box is that we cannot really put all the story of a person in a single box. Because it's like, you know... Yeah, we have the saying, get out of the box, right? But here, we're putting a person in a box. That's how it felt like. But putting a person in a box didn't mean, like, limiting their story there. But you put the uh, things in the box, and then you let them out later on to speak for themselves. And although there is that particular idea that they're not telling you the whole story of the person... They've shown us the beauty of the stories that people had. I mean, and I think that is the essence of this idea that when people die, we try to treasure the beautiful memories that they had when they were alive, the beautiful stories that we've had together with them when we were still interacting with them. So, yeah, I think. That is one of the focus of this K-drama, to reminisce and rekindle the beautiful stories of these beautiful people. And that is true for everyone. For all of us. Whether, I mean, whatever kind of person you are, you have your own beautiful story from your own beautiful life. And everybody's life has its own beauty So, yeah, that is something that I'd like to ponder upon even more. Because sometimes, you know, because of social media and stuff, we tend to compare the lives of different people. And we seem to, like, compare and think that, oh, these people have, you know, lives that are not as beautiful as these people. Something like that. But, yeah, um... I, in my opinion, everybody has beautiful lives. It's all the same. It's just that they have different flavors, different feelings. Yeah, feelings, not feelings. Different feelings, like chocolate, strawberry and stuff. But yeah, so that's, you know, all our lives are beautiful. There might be, you know, sad stories and stuff. But yeah, uh, in my idea... Whatever life it is, whether it's a boring life, it's a very adventurous life, it's a disastrous life, it's a traumatic life. All of these lives have their own beauty and appreciating that beauty is a talent. Yeah, appreciating beauty is a talent. Even me right now appreciating the background noise that I have right now. It's a talent. And for you who are listening to this as well. Yeah, it's a talent that you're able to focus on my voice despite the background noise that's, you know, that's occurring right now. It's sometimes annoying, but what, um, there are things I can do. I can edit that, but I'm kind of lazy with regards to removing, you know, background noise that are spoken because it will... It, it's not like gray, I mean, white you know, uh not white noise, but... It's not the noise that can easily be removed... Especially when it overlaps with me speaking. So it's not something that I can easily edit... And I'm lazy to edit those kinds of things. I only edit, you know... The background noise that are separated from my voice. But yeah. So yeah. Stories in a box and untold stories. Uh, The idea of untold stories is actually very interesting for me... Because they don't know the people that they're dealing with. I mean, for Guru and his dad... Yeah, they didn't know any of those people. They only got to know the people when they started, you know, collecting their items, collecting their yupum. So, like, what gives them the right to tell the untold stories of these people? Um, I don't know. They have empathy. So, they have that empathy. They try to understand the disease. And try to they try to communicate. The stories of these people. To their loved ones. And. We can't be sure they're accurate. I said that before. No. There's no way we can tell that. The stories they shared are accurate. Unless. It was supported by. a Flashback story. Which. what app- Well. Which actually happened. They've shown those to us. In this K-drama. But. Still. I'm saying that it's it's hard to tell it's hard to tell the untold stories of every single person and so the people that we know the friends that we have the family members that we love all of them have untold stories and those untold stories are precious if they tell you any of their stories make sure to treat them to cherish those stories as well and i feeling that while we are alive, we should really treasure the stories and the memories that we have with the people that we love. That's kind of uh, because I was thinking, like, why do you have to wait until you die for you to be able to tell these stories of yours to the people that you love? And why would you let someone else to tell this to do the storytelling on your behalf? And it's kind of sad, but that's the reality that we're living in. We're unable to tell the stories that matter to the people that matter. So, yeah, I feel like we shouldn't reach that point. That we die and then somebody else tells the story for us. Although that's beautiful and romantic in a way. um, We should tell the stories ourselves while we can. Okay, so that is just something... That I've been pondering on. We shouldn't wait for death. And we shouldn't wait for other people to tell our story. We should tell those stories ourselves. Okay. And yeah. So that's about the stories in about box and untold stories. Now what makes us cry? What makes us really cry? Now I'm telling you that I didn't cry in this K-drama. I've seen all episodes have moved to heaven and I didn't cry. I didn't shed a single tear. And I'm not saying this to, you know, to tell you that I'm okay. I didn't cry. I'm masculine or something. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is yes, the fact that I didn't cry. And it has nothing to do with being masculine or anything. Because not crying is not a masculine feature you know and crying isn't feminine crying is human and in no way am i saying that i'm not human because i didn't cry Uh, i'm just saying that i didn't cry because well the things i've seen wasn't enough to make me cry and the things i've seen weren't triggers for me to to cry so in general i think people cry because um of emotions that fill them, and because of certain triggers from the scenes. Well, I've looked up like what makes us cry. From uh, so there was this article I've seen on Healthline.com, and it says there that there are a few reasons why we cry as human beings, and there's uh, there's actually six that were enumerated here. One was to is to get help. So I'll read them to get help, to relieve pain, to form and strengthen social bond, to process emotions, to sympathize, and to get your needs met. So I think the things that apply to us when we watch not only K-dramas, but anything, a clip on YouTube or anything. So we cry while we see those things because of... Two out of the six. To process our emotions and to sympathize. So we sympathize with the characters in the story. So that could be a reason. Or to process the emotions that we have as we watch the K-drama. Because some emotions are triggered. It could be anything. It's a spectrum. You can feel happy. You can feel sad. You can feel sorrow, frustration. Different kinds of feelings can make us cry. Sometimes being overwhelmed by an emotion that we can't explain can also make us cry. So uh, I understand why a lot of people cried while watching Move to Heaven because, yeah, it's very personal and these are stories of people and their loved ones. And this, the idea of separation, actually, the idea of separation is very strong in a way. And it's, it could be saddening if you think of it. I mean, it can make people sad when they think of people dying and being separated from the very people that they love. And sometimes, yeah, that that can make people cry. And there are many other reasons why people cry. And I cannot speak for everyone. I can only speak for myself. Um, but because I, I didn't cry, um, what, what I can tell you is that, th- or, I mean, I can only tell you about the things that almost made me cry. And there's one scene that was very, par- I mean, that was particularly um, tear jerking for me. It, it made my eyes well up, but wasn't it wasn't enough to make me cry and that scene was when what is his name Insu when Insu was reciting a poem and that poem is actually the monologue or the the starter the opening the opening of this episode and it's actually a poem called Nakwa it's written by Yi Hyonggi there's actually a lot of Nakwa poems I mean the title. There's a lot of bones. Who's who, who's what? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of poems with the title "Nakwa," but it's the poem "Nakwa" by Yi Hyong Gi that was recited by Insu in, in "Move to Heaven." Nakwa means the falling of blossoms, the falling of flowers. So it has that imagery. And why did it make me well up? Uh, It's kind of emotional in a way. Because it's from someone who's dying together with his loved one. And they're leaving this world together. And we don't know if they'll still be together in the afterlife. If there's an afterlife. So it's actually a separation. It's, yeah, although they're living this world together, it's still a form of separation. And so that was kind of uh, emotional, but not enough to make me cry. But the reason why it's emotional is I think it's beautiful. For me right now, the things that make me tear up are the things that are beautiful yeah, beautiful and saddening at the same time. I think that's how it works for me. But then, you know, when you like, I'm I'm not uh, what do you call that? I'm not a person who easily cries for things, so or for because of emotions or not whatnot. So I mean, my um, tolerance. Is, you know, getting higher and higher. So if there's something beautiful, I cry, and then there has to be something more beautiful than that for me to cry again. That's how it works for me these days. Uh, Move to F is a really good K drama, and there's a lot that you can learn from it about um, separation, about life and death, about relationships. There's a lot that you can learn. And it's a really beautiful K-drama. I'd, I'd agree with a lot of people when they say that it is a, a masterpiece. It's a K-drama masterpiece. And you should definitely watch it. So, yeah. I think I'll wrap up here. Because, yeah. The kids are not going to stop. I mean, they're still having fun. And for me, um, I'm already quite tired for tonight. So I'll end it here. But before that, a uh, song recommendation for this week is from a K-drama that I'm currently watching. Uh, it's Signal. So the song is 나는 Noru. It's sung by John Chashik. It's an interesting song. It feels like it's transporting me to like decades ago. Like a lot of decades ago. Check it out. And also our K-drama word of wisdom for this week is... The people you love never die; they remain in your memories, in your eyes, and in your heart. Um, I rephrase that. So, yeah, that's me. Okay, so, yeah, I guess that's all for this week. And thank you very much for continuously listening to this podcast and, you know, just having fun together with me and watching K-dramas together or whatnot. And actually, the next week's episode is going to be my last for this season. And I'm going to talk about law school. So, law, law school is about to release their final episode on June 9th. So, yeah, I can finish everything. And that's how we'll wrap up this second season of Kinka podcast. If you'll hear from me again after that, we'll see. But for now, yeah, thank you very much. Kamsamnida. Yogikaji Turo Ju 감사합니다. 다음에 봐요. 꼭 봐요. 안녕히 계세요. 안녕히 계세요. 바이바이.